Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Not much comes close to the uh, idiotic play by Brendan Gallagher in the last 10 minutes of last night's Montreal Islanders game. Welcome to the show. We're <clears throat> firing on all cylinders, even if it's only four cylinders, Marty, uh, on this Friday edition. And we got uh, a turbo. There's a turbo, though. There's a four cylinder and then the turbo kicks in. <laughs> yeah. Turbo elbow from uh, Brendan Gallagher. Honest to God, I just don't know how. First of all, it's a miracle that Montreal won the game last night. Yes. But to do something so dumb and so blatant with less than 10 minutes to go when your team is in control of the game yeah. only to surrender. Like, But you know why I'm fired up? Because I hate the fact that the league immediately dismisses it as something not serious enough to warrant an in-person suspension. Wow. It was so blatant and so ridiculous. And the time has come to start throwing the book at people for doing stupid things like this, especially when they come to headshots, which is okay. what they allegedly are trying to get out of the game. Okay, let's breathe through no, the nose. I'm trying to get your attention my... because you're like the guy I that doesn't even want to be here today. Oh, no, no, it's not that. Oh, listen, let's not <laughs> And you were working there. the Montreal broadcast last I night. I was working. What did I say after the game? If you were I don't know, attention? dude. I watched the game on mute. I know, exactly. You should always turn me up. Turn nope. the sound up. What did I say after the game? I, I hear you in enough languages. A, I know. Okay. Well, you're coming at me this morning. Like, let me explain myself here. <laughs> uh, I'm having some issues this morning. My computer is still saying restarting and with a reel that keeps going. So I'm, I don't have access to anything on my computer. I have to do it off my phone. That's number one. Number two, um, yes, I was working the game last night. And after the game, I said, okay, this is like Brendan Gallagher. He he usually plays the game honest, and he walks the line. I'll say this, he walks the line. But look, I love Pat Coletta. I would take Pat Coletta, and I love the guy. He's a great guy. And But Pat Coletta would do the same type of stuff, like walk the game, walk the line, right, when it's about little things and, and you know, scrums and all of that. Look, I, I Gallagher... I believe has never been suspended. So that's the one thing. Now, was that a stupid uh, elbow to the head of Adam Pellick? Absolutely. But was that uh, one that I thought was going to be an in-person hearing? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I, but I felt like this was going to be a five game suspension anyway. So they still can give him a five game suspension and in-person hearing is going five and more. A call is up to five. So I thought it was going to be a five game suspension. 
Why do I think it's a five? Because this is very similar to the Charlie McAvoy hit on Oliver Ekman Larson. Mm-hmm. The puck was nowhere near. Like this, Adam Pellick had moved the puck. It was it was late. It was direct contact to the head. Now, is it an elbow or is it a shoulder with an elbow that continues? That could be debated, but it was the same thing with McAvoy. It looked like it's a you know upper part of the arm that hits and then the elbow continues. Mm-hmm. But it is a stupid play. It's a stupid play and it needs to not happen in games. And so I said five games, but they already have a base to uh, to compare to. And that was mm-hmm. Ekman, uh, Ekman Larson when he got hit from McAvoy. That was four. So I think that's where it all comes down to. But you're right. Like Montreal in that game, by the way, not to go into Montreal's game too much because it's the Islanders, the Montreal Canadiens, whatever, Patrick Roy's return. They were up 3 nothing. Jake Evans takes a stupid penalty. They're shorthanded already. They're up 3 nothing. He tries to go in on a breakaway. He grabs Noah Dobson's stick with his free hand and literally moves it out of the way. Like, boom. And he's like, oh, what, what did I do? Dude, you grabbed a guy's stick with your free hand and you swung it out of the way. So then they go down five on three and they give up a goal. And then Gallagher does this and they give up two goals and all of a sudden it's 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. And you're thinking, damn, Patrick Waugh is going to go back to Montreal now as the new head coach of the New York Islanders. And he's going to win that game where it shouldn't even been close. It yeah. was three nothing, and Montreal was under control. Anyway, I think it's going to be a five game suspension. I wouldn't be surprised if they just match Charlie McAvoy's four game suspension. Uh, but as we know now, this was a match penalty. Like there's no major in that situation. It's either a two minute minor for illegal hit to the head or a five match penalty. Because mm-hmm. JT Miller, when he hit Rasmus Dahlin, they couldn't give him just a five. He had to either kick him out of the game with a match penalty or just give him a two, and they gave JT Miller a two that game. Well, they, they couldn't have given him a five-minute elbowing penalty? Ooh. When you choose well, to go no. hit to the head, well, it's it, different. I, I, I get that. The call anyway. was illegal. Hit to, uh, illegal right. check to the head. So that's where the – and. You could have picked you could have said that's a roughing penalty and given them, you know, double minor for roughing if you want. Right. You can pick yeah, whatever yeah. penalty you want to pick. Yeah. Well, I mean, anyway. these are all relevant to the Sabres because these are all teams that are chasing spots. So I guess the good news is it didn't end up being a three point game. But the fact of the matter is it's the six teams in between that are almost irrelevant right now because the wildcard teams continue to pull further away. Tampa's on a hot streak. They're not even a wildcard team anymore as they are third in the division and they have eight wins in their last 10 games. Detroit, stunningly, after, you know, having a real rough patch upon the signing of Pat Kane, which had little to do with Pat because, of course, he was producing. Yeah. uh, They lost uh, seven of nine, pardon me, nine of 11, and then now have gone nine, three, and one in the last 13. And they have widened their gap as the second wildcard team to nine points once again over the Sabres. And even in games played, and, you know, it's um, that's why you can't just be kind of going back and forth here, one win after the other. Um, the, the oddity for me, and maybe it's because we're too close to it sometimes and you have a tendency to dissect losses more than you appreciate wins. But of the non-playoff teams right now in the Eastern Conference, <laughs> the Sabres are the hottest 
<laughs> they are six and yeah. four in the last 10. There's nobody not in the playoffs in the East that has that good a record. So it, I don't think it feels like that, but it is what it is. And the, the problem is they have to go at least seven, two and one in all of the next 10 if they're going to make a dent. So. No, you, you do, you do have to get on a hot run. And I said, uh, I, I want to say somebody asked me, are the, oh, my barber yesterday, are the Sabres going to make the playoffs? I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you know what? Not only do they have to win two out of three, two out of three, two out of three, but I would expect they got to go into a seven or eight game winning streak at some point because going two out of three for the rest of the year, um, just regular like this is, is not easy to do, but to, to get hot. And then to cool down a little bit and play 500 hockey for a couple of weeks, three weeks, and then get out again is probably the uh, the best way to do it. But you're right. Like, it's funny because the middle of the pack right now, nobody wants to take that huge step forward, right? Everybody's taking a step forward, a step back, a step forward, a step back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the New York Islanders are in that that boat right now. They they win a game where against Dallas, the first game of Patrick Roy, that they felt they shouldn't have won. They beat the Vegas Golden Knights where they 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 no, they, they no they lost to Vegas Golden Knights where they felt like they should have won and I really thought that they were going to come back and win that one where they shouldn't have even been in the game so it was kind of uh, an awkward situation there but uh, yeah you know well, a fun night of hockey altogether but those three games for the Islanders are also known as every game they've played this year like that's what they are that's why they go to the overtime more than any other team like they. It's they're just a bunch of coin flip games with the Islanders, and you don't know. And on the bad nights, obviously, their their goaltending hasn't been at quite what it was in previous years. Um, so I don't know. I mean, for me, like that's why the coaching change seemed odd. In that, obviously, they were only two points out. They're still obviously now not in the mix after losing two of three. Um, I don't know realistically how quickly. Lou and or you think Patrick Waugh can make an impact to make the Islanders actually different than what they are. No, I can't. And I, I have, uh, I want Patrick Waugh to have success because I look, I know I've discussed this with you on this show saying um, this is, there's a part of Patrick Waugh being hired by the Islanders. That's recycling an old coach, right? He's coached with the Colorado avalanche and he's been around and he's a big mm-hmm. name. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, a part of the, the crowd that's going to say, oh, this is always the same thing in the NHL. Nobody new gets a shot. Nobody out of juniors gets a shot. Nobody out of Europe gets a shot. But there's a part of Patrick Roy that's, hey, this is a coach that went back to juniors and has built that resume. So I'm like, I want him to have success. But the, the roster is flawed. Um, the way this team plays. Look, uh, you know, it, yesterday it was Matt Barzell. It was Bo Horvat. Those were the guys, right? That, other than that, they didn't seem to have anything. Noah Dobson Duffer on that five-minute major with which the Islanders scored two goals. Noah Dobson played four and a half minutes. One shift. He got on at the start of the five minutes and stayed until there was 30 seconds left in the penalty. I would he hope was on so. the ice for he was on the ice for four and a half minutes. That was well, one shift. Well, why wouldn't he be? He's one of the top defensemen in the league. I get that. But you would think that if you have uh other tools at your disposal and you're like, hey. You give me a couple mm-hmm. of minutes, even a two-minute shift, and then I'm going to take you out for 45 seconds and you go back for two more minutes. No, he was out there. He was like, no, I'm good, coach. I'm staying out there. Yeah, I I don't think those often play out in theory um, as you want because you can't – it's like, hey, come off for 30 seconds. 
the play might not evolve to the point where you can change out the way you would want to change out. I'm uh, corrupted, <laughs> if you will, in this way of thinking by the San Jose Vegas game that led to the Cody Eakin rule, which led to reviewing of major penalties. When yeah. you go back and you look at San Jose's comeback on that power play, it was all the same guys for almost the entire five minutes, mm-hmm. including Eric Carlson. So, like, I look at it and go, like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, Noah Dobson's having a career year. Of course he would play the entire five-minute And a little bit of that is maybe Patrick's impact. Look, I'm not saying – I just said I don't think Patrick Carr is going to have that big of an impact to put the Islanders in a playoff spot. But Mm -hmm. we all know that Patrick has been a little bit thinking outside of the box when he was with Colorado, pulled his goalie with three and a half minutes, right? Two goals down, three Mm -hmm. and a half minutes, four minutes. Let's pull the goalie, and it worked. And then he did it again, and it worked. And then the rest of the league is like, oh – like we're allowed to pull our goalies with more than two minutes left because it was usually was like down two goals, two minutes down one goal, like a minute and a half was, was you were aggressive. If you did it with a minute, you were like the norm. Right. And that was the, the, the pattern that the NHL and their coaches had. Now we saw it down Granado the other day, down three, nothing in San Jose. Five and a half minutes, six minutes. Let's pull the goalie. Let's see what happens. Hey, we scored. Okay. And some coaches sometimes have scored, our teams have scored too quick that mm-hmm. then you're down a goal and there's still three and a half minutes. And you have to, like, you're almost thinking, I'm going to keep my goalie in now for the next two minutes because yeah. I don't want to pull my goalie again with three and a half minutes left that we're only down one goal. There's actually been that situation. Uh, but it's all Patrick uh, and his, his forward thinking that, that has led to some of those uh, aggressive nature coach in the league. Sabres are in San Jose, and that'll happen tomorrow afternoon, 3.30 pregame coverage on MSG. Of course, uh, no update yesterday because the team was off on any of yeah. their injured players. So we will await that news this afternoon. You can catch it on social media channels of the Sabres, of course. And as mentioned, they are nine points back of Detroit going into what is the final game before their break. So they're not going to be able to, you know, make significant inroads from a standings standpoint before they hit the break, but um, they can only do what they can do here. And that is uh, pick up two more and hope that, you know, they come back healthier. I think that like the troubling, there, there are troubling parts to the overview of what's happened so far in the first 48 games. And it dawned on me today, the fact that you had four 30 goal scorers last year, yeah. And almost five. Victor was at 28. They might not have a 25 goal scorer this year. And it's certainly looking like they're not going to have a 30 goal scorer, you know, and that's a, that's pretty hard to overcome when you're built around that, what we thought that that was their, their strength, right? Like that they're going to be able to continue, even if they dipped from top three at 3.57 goals a game. Even if they dip down to middle of the pack, Carolina mm-hmm. still scores 3.2 a game. They're middle of the pack. The Sabres yeah. are a third of a goal lower than that per game. You know, so it, it's this whole thing that we dissect on a regular basis here. Like yesterday, it was more from the goaltending and shot reduction standpoint, but they still look at this group and, and they have to figure out a way to get more dominant offensively. Yeah. And you mentioned the 30 goal scores last year. And you mentioned Victor Olofsson. I mean, yeah, he had 28 goals last season. But I personally, I wasn't thinking, hey, I'm counting on Victor Olofsson to give 
the Sabres the same production or more. Like that's right. not where the, the offense is it a snag. The offense is it a snag from the top guys that, you know, had career years and um, are on the power play and were a force early in the season last season to produce on that power play. And now it's not there. And really, again, like we look around the National Hockey League yesterday, teams use the power play to get back into games. Teams use the power play to get a third goal in a game, a fourth goal in a game. That's how you can add to your offense. Your your five-on-five play is going to be your, your foundation. Nobody, nobody usually can get anywhere without having solid five on five, a good foundation. But you can build two different houses. And I'd like to build the big fancy house with the power play that produces and puts all the bells and whistles everywhere. And that was the fun aspect of the Sabres, because once you get your power play going, the rest of it, it's even better. Um, You know, just Montreal Islanders game, you know. Two power play goals. Well, three power play goals, really, for the Islanders. Get them, mm-hmm. you know, to 3-3. Three, three. Um, yep. Was their five-on-five play good? No, their foundation wasn't good, but the power play came through. The Sabres have not had their bells and whistles. They've. You can say all you want about the five-on-five production this year for the Sabres, which has been, you know, top. Well, they probably slipped down to 12 now, but they were top 10 for a lot. Uh, goals at five-on-five. Yeah. And but it's not going to get you a playoff spot if you don't have a power play that can boost you to that spot. Right, and at five on five, four and against, they are still top sixteen, which is you know one of our off season talking points that should yeah. have helped them be into a better spot than they are. And of course, you look around and you know we've focused a lot on L.A. because the Sabers just played them. Uh, Calgary is now in the doldrums once again; they've lost four in a row. St. Louis is getting hotter. In the East, of course, it's Philadelphia. Ever since Shayna Goldman, who is joining us at the bottom of the hour, ever since I led off last week by saying the Flyers are going to win the division, aren't they? They've lost four in a row. <laughs> yes, they well, signed you... on Tippett to, uh, to a, a long-term extension, eight years, yep. 6.2 per. Um, you know, they've lost four in a row. It's uh, The Rangers are uneven. And we mentioned the hot teams in the Eastern Conference, which continue to be... Boston, Florida, Tampa, um, you know, Carolina is consistently good. Detroit is hot right now. Toronto gave themselves enough of a cushion, certainly over Buffalo, that they don't have to worry about it. But they are they are in a in a less than desirable spot, meaning at least today they're sitting in a wild card position, which is probably where few would have expected them to be. No, yeah. And look at I just did a uh, a big power play spiel, but Tampa is number one on the power play this year in the National Hockey League. So, okay, you are able to get top three in the division and you were right. middling in the wild card, but the power play is getting you there, right? Who's number three? The Carolina Hurricanes. Despite mm-hmm. terrible goaltending this year, their power play is third and has mm-hmm. gotten them there. Who's fourth? The Boston Bruins. Who's fifth? The Edmonton Oilers, who are mm-hmm. now all of a sudden getting back to, hey, this could be a Stanley Cup winning team. Um Who's seven? The Colorado Avalanche. Who's eight? The Vancouver Canucks. Who's nine? The, the Leafs. Who's 11? The Red Wings. Like that, that's the key. The key right here mm-hmm. is the extra points that you need. And I sound like almost Al Pacino here in uh, any given Sunday. The extra inches we need is all around us. And we fight and claw for that inch, right? <laughs> well, that's the power play. That's the power mm-hmm. play. That's that inch that you need to claw for to get you in that spot. 
And I want to see maybe that break is going to be away. Look, one game, San Jose, Saturday, good. And then my break would be I am going to dissect that power play even more mm. um, just because there has to be a solution. That is that is something you can find a solution to. Um, and, and hopefully they can. It's just something you can't guarantee or shouldn't like you did at the start of this road trip. Well, you know what? I'm not a betting man, but I know that the reason no, but why... You act like one, but you need to know when to act and when not to act. Well, I know that uh, the, the, these casinos everywhere and the sports books are not putting money out there for advertising because they're losing money. So mm. like most betting people, I make predictions and I made two predictions. Well, I made one and I'm 0 for 2 on this road trip so far. Because yeah. the first game, they lost to the Anaheim Ducks and they scored mm. a power play goal. And the second game, they didn't score a power play goal, and they beat the uh, LA Kings. Right, right. Um, <laughs> the quoting of Pacino there <laughs> leads me to another. It, uh, I'm actually embarrassed to tell you how often I, I think about, like, why is Marty the way Marty is? Like, I spend an inordinate amount of my time off air thinking about, like, how, how did Marty become... Like, cause I, first of all, I'm always complimenting you, right? Like you're the yes. easiest guy to work with, but just as a simple fact, like when you quote Pacino there, I was wondering the other day, how many times do you watch movies before you have lines memorized? Um, it's a, it's a good story. I, I always have a TV on, so whatever is on, like it kind of jars your memory to certain movies or whatnot, or or there's times where I just go online and I'm like, oh, there's there's you know a rabbit hole of movie clips that you just okay. watch over and over again, and then it yeah. reminds you of those. But I will tell you this: probably 2002, 2003, maybe the cutoff, right? Like anything 90s until the mid 2000, that was it's in my memory. Everything after that is getting a little bit like foggy because. That's when the kids came. So I can quote Dora the Explorer. I can quote the Vigitales. I can quote like uh, Elmo. I can quote that, but movies, not so much. That's not true. You quote so many movies. It's crazy. Even if they don't yeah, get they're all old. There. Oh, they're what's all that? Old they're all they're old, old uh, I don't know. I find that hard to believe. So anyway, you want to know why I came in really hot today? Uh, because you're preparing for a... Uh, Don Stevens' masterful uh, game in uh, Rochester tonight. Well, I am preparing, and the Amherst will be looking for seven wins in the last nine, and they will have Devin That's why Fleet. I have my Amherst stuff. I want to give you, you support, you and Donnie, you. for the Amherst tonight. They will have Devin Cooley in goal, so uh, Devin's coming off a terrific game. He hasn't played much. He only got one start this month here in January, but that's what happens with three goalies. But, uh, no, the reason I, I came in re really hot did have something to do with the Montreal Islander game last night. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I got a text from a friend on the West Coast that said, you're cheating on me. Yes. <laughs> because they don't know that I, of course, know all of your freelance gigs. So when they see, <laughs> when they see you working for somebody else, they're thinking, well, I better tell Brian, you know? Yes. He <laughs> so, doesn't know that. He's not into the league. He's not plugged uh, in. So anyway, so that was one thing. And then... Once I, you know, saw that the cheating was on full display, I was like, you son of a, 
Like the only reason that you went to your barber was so that you could debut your new half mullet do on Canadian television, as opposed to doing it right here on Sabres Live or doing it on MSG on Saturday. No, you chose to show Canada first, even though you're now an American passport holder. So, yes, I was mildly offended by your choice in styling yesterday. It wasn't that. It's just that uh, I was going to get a haircut Saturday before our afternoon game, but he was only available later in the afternoon, which I couldn't do it. And then it was going to be late next week and I couldn't do that. And there was an opening yesterday morning that worked. So that's one, but I'll tell you this Duffer. And and this is, um, I'm going to share this story because yes, I, I cheated on you yesterday by going up and doing some work in Toronto, but more than that, I also, so I was working with Tessa Bonham yesterday, and Tessa is great. Um, her husband's a huge Montreal Canadiens fan, by the way. Um, and so she was talking to him throughout the game. He was stressing out. But around the holiday season, Tessa was like, hey, Marty, do you guys have Welsh grape juice in, in Buffalo? Because we don't have those in Canada anymore. And my kids love Welsh grape juice. Oh, so man. I got her a big like family uh, size like welch grape juice and when i got that i put it on this on this on the desk right and she's like oh my god this is awesome so she was <laughs> laughing but but it's like i feel like i love doing that for you guys like when i go up to the meal and i bring you a cookie back it's like hey duffer here's a cookie i was thinking of you during the meal right so i love doing little things like this for my co-workers and yes. and, and, and and you know just if it's a cookie or, uh, you know, you do the same thing. Like when we get ready for Sabres Live at the arena and you're like, hey, I'm getting a coffee at Tim Hortons. Anybody wants anything? And yeah. and mm-hmm. Addie and I are, you know, uh, yeah. you know, getting something, a hot chocolate or something. Like, uh, so, yeah, I did cheat on you a little bit with that Welsh <laughs> grape juice. Don't, uh, you can lay off the cookie deliveries, okay, after what happened last time. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but sometimes the cookies are a little uh, harder and not yeah. as soft. And uh, Duffer almost broke uh, five teeth uh, chewing <laughs> on a cookie the other day. Okay, on that note, wow, what a first 25 minutes. Anyway, I don't know whether I feel better or worse with the... Uh... Hey, my computer just came back to life, by the way. It took like okay. 30 minutes and it just came back to life. Okay, so we may see you through a different lens as we yes. continue here on Sabres Live. Amherst are playing at home tonight and tomorrow night. And Shayna Goldman is next on Sabres Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.